Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we are going to be reviewing Mowgli, as well as talking about a bunch of trailers, including the Godzilla trailer, the Avengers trailer, and the Captain Marvel trailer. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? I am doing a little bit, you know, good. How you doing? A little bit good? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, I'm doing all right. It's a lot. I mean, I mean, I'm excited. Of course, the you know the new year is coming upon us, so you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough, I guess. Um, you know, you're feeling a little bit of the holiday season weather more than I am. Oh uh, yeah. I am feeling like I'm still. In the tropical weather of, uh, you know, July. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yeah. All right, um, let's get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way right off the top. Uh, first of all, uh, this episode is probably, I mean, okay, we, we missed an episode in here somewhere, and uh, we apologize for that. The whole schedule has been thrown off just because of uh, a snowstorm that hit, and then on top of that... It was finals week. It was a bit of a mess on my end. So you know what? It just happened. We missed an episode in the midst of all this. And you know what? That's fine. Unfortunately, the worst part of all of this is that uh, Noah and Matt are now on vacation. They are gone. And Noah, we don't really know when we'll see him again. I mean, he'll, he'll be calling into the show from here uh, from here on out like as, as often as he can. But he will not be back in school residentially this semester this coming semester so it's going to be harder to get a get him in studio unfortunately but we'll get him on as frequently as we can and then matt is going to be doing an internship next semester so who knows uh how frequently we'll be able to have him on as well we'll figure it out as we go along it is what it is um yeah that's basically that you want to get into these trailers hell yeah Okay, so I, I think we should start with the big one. Um, I feel like I'm going to be, as I generally am with trailers, um, pretty underwhelming in terms of the discussion. I feel like a lot of the times when it comes to trailers, I'm always the person who's like, I mean, it looked cool. Sure. It, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have too much uh, to analyze here, but I think you do. So, Ozzy, take it away on the Avengers Endgame trailer. Well, Avengers Endgame. First of all, the title, I'm a little underwhelmed. Why? Yeah, You're the only one I've heard that for, from. I've actually, no. Actually, no. You know, my buddy Andy, uh, I was I was speaking with him. Yes, I was speaking with him and I showed him. And he was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. He was seeing the trailer. And then Endgame came up and he was like, what? <laughs> and he said he said the exact same thing that I said. And I was like, Isn't I was like yeah, it sounds so underwhelming. Like, compared to the... Compared to the other titles, it just doesn't sound like so, I don't know, grand. It doesn't sound amazing. It doesn't sound... It doesn't, when I think of an Avengers trailer, I think epicness. That's what I think. I'm thinking like, okay, this is going to be epic. And then it's like, because, like, you know, we've had Avengers, which is bringing everybody together. Then it was like Avengers Age of Ultron, which is a super dope title. The movie was good, it was, but it was a really cool title. And then we had a family war. We we're like, oh my gosh, it's so, it's so mm -hmm. grand because everybody's coming in. And then it just, and Avengers Endgame. What? <laughs> I just wanted it to be, because especially since they were hyping up this title so freaking hard. Mm -hmm. And like, you, like there's like, they're saying like, oh my gosh, am I spoiled the movie? Da, 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 da. I don't know how Endgame would have spoiled the movie. But, um, uh, you know, it, it's... It's it's something. I mean, it is not like an epic title. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing. Especially since we, you know, and my buddy Andy actually brought up another interesting point because you know we bring up we refer to the Avengers movies, we call them you know the first Avengers we say Avengers and then we just call Avengers two. We just we just say Age of Ultron or Infinity War. This one's just gonna be hey you know you know Endgame. 
<laughs> so it just doesn't roll off the tongue so great, in my opinion. Uh, you're like I, I, I can't say that that's something I've heard a lot from people in general. Like you, you seem to be uh, the only person I've directly heard it from. But hey, you found somebody else. Um, it, it seems it's like it's a fine title to me. Like I, I don't know. Like it's just it's it's cool. It's kind of like we all knew that. The, I mean, that was rumored for a while. So like I think that kind of maybe helps. In my case, where it's just like, I, I didn't we already know this? Like, they basically had been telling us this entire time because, like, that have been the rumors for the past two months or whatever. Um, I don't know. It makes sense, especially considering, you know, the specific line that the trail, or that the title is obviously referring to, which basically confirms what everyone was talking about from the first one. So, I don't know. It, it seems fine to me. I, I did not, like, that was not my main takeaway <laughs> from any of this. So, whatever. Uh, but let's get into the trailer itself. Uh, I mean, it starts off with um, with Tony basically sending a final recording out to Pepper uh, via, like, his mask, I guess. And um, that that seems to be, like, the... The, folk, the idea of this whole trailer and what they're trying to tell us that the idea of this whole movie is, or at least the beginning of it, because I don't think we get a lot of what the whole movie is, um, but is basically the, the aftermath of Infinity War, of what Thanos did. Um, that, that's the idea that they're trying to get across in this first initial teaser. Um, did that ring true to, you, true to you? Did you enjoy it? Uh, I really did enjoy that particular scene um, and, 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 and everything. I mean, it just seems, for me, it was kind of like a gravity feel, you know? Um, okay, I can see that. When he's just kind of drifting in, in, in space and everything. I mean, I really did like that. And, you know, this trailer for me was like it was a really down kind of trailer. I mean, and you see all all of them just down to the dumps. So we didn't see Rocket Raccoon or, or, you know, a couple of the characters. But, I mean, we ultimately got the feel for the trailer. It was obviously everybody was feeling broken. Everybody was feeling defeated and helpless at that point in time. And you can definitely see it. I mean, I mean when you got a trailer that, that Iron Man is depressed and you got Captain America crying, it's... My gosh, I mean, it just—it's just like I don't know what to do. I mean, I mean, and then you got Thor just sitting there, just looking all like gloomy. It's—it's it's a sad trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really did like the tone for this trailer. Everybody was flipping out about Ronan. Um, I, I, you know, I really don't know what the big deal about Ronan is. And then cool. even when I was trying to find out what the big deal about Ronan was, I was like, okay, I don't understand why this is such a big deal. Still, um. But I mean, again, I mean, hey, I mean, it makes everybody happy. So I mean, I still, I mean, I like seeing everybody there. I mean, even Hawkeye's presence was grim. I, I mean, or Ronan's, you know, mm-hmm. face. Even, 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 you can just tell like his emotion was clearly like, okay, like I lost everything at this point in time. So I mean, it just, it looks like a really. This is gonna be probably the darkest Avengers movie yet, just in terms of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I can't wait to see what's 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 in store. I mean, this is gonna be the ultimate ultimate throwdown here against the Avengers and and, and Thanos. So I'm definitely a hundred percent excited. I didn't expect them to show like, like a lot for this one just because I mean it's it's this is this is looking like a three hour movie. Um so <laughs> I think the directors definitely wanted to set the tone for the for the for the majority of the movie, which is gonna be feeling hopeless and feeling lost i don't think it'll be the majority of the movie i think maybe the first act um and then we get into what the mission will be you know how they're going to reverse everything because like at the end of the day what this first trailer is about is showing you hey there are stakes but then what the entire movie is going to be be about is undoing the stakes um that's what the the movie's most likely going to be about and they can keep confirming it by announcing more movies uh, we just had recently, they say that uh, we're going to get a Doctor Strange 2 and Scott Derrickson's coming back to direct. Um, I mean, you're okay, that's basically spoiling this movie, but you know, whatever. Um, it is what it is. That's the only problem with this <laughs> film, but even then, it's still going to be a grand... Like, I'm not going to discount that against the, the movie particularly. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. You can't hold it against I mean, the movie. I do, 
but I do hold it against the company as as a whole. It's it's because, just I mean it's, yeah. it's it's you know for instance like we all know Spider-Man you know, like Spider-Man too. Yeah, and they released so footage for that too. recently, but uh, to uh, some sort of Comic Con in some other country, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so th- it's just that's the unfortunate truth about marvel as a whole because they are so they they have to announce these movies because otherwise it's going to get leaked so either way the, the news is going to come out about these movies and then it's like all right well then we know what's gonna happen um but it, it just is what it is it's just a fact of life in the mcu um but yeah i i i, th- I agree that that's the idea in the trailer that they're going for they they want this to be the trailer where you're just like uh, okay we actually have stakes here, like they're feeling the impact of the last movie, which is something that these movies typically have uh, been missing, apart from some things here and there. Um, but yeah, that, that's something that I, I appreciate from this trailer. Uh, we get the whole um, what was it? Thanos's armor that was a scarecrow or something like that. Like yeah, Thanos's armor. Yeah, yeah, th- that was interesting. Um, I, I'm. I, that that was a cool shot, I think. Um, yeah, and then obviously Hawkeye or whatever his new version's name is, uh, when he shows up, everyone kind of lost their minds. Um, that's cool. And then um, Ant-Man showing up. Basically, everyone that we were all just like, where are they? <laughs> they were just like, hey, they're here. They're going to be in this one. Um, so that that's <laughs> good. Uh, do you... There's a lot of discussion about how much marketing this movie actually needs and how much it'll get. Do you, are you of the mindset that you secretly hope, but kind of know it's not going to happen, that this is going to be the only trailer we get? I know it's not going to be the only trailer we get. I but mean, if, if you had your way, would it be? I'd maybe do like one more. Yeah, but that's it. You know I, I mean? I'm definitely of that mindset. Like, Just because it's not. Like, yeah. I don't need three trailers. We're gonna get like, at least like, three. <laughs> I don't want. I don't think they're gonna release three, especially especially since they have this long. to. I don't think they will though. Just because I mean, think about it. Because I mean, they waited this long to release a trailer because they would have. I mean, they would have already released a trailer already, but they waited a very long time to release a trailer. This this particular trailer. So for me, they're not going to release another one until about another three months from now, three, two months from now. You know what I mean? And by that time, it'll be, what, March, April? I mean, I mean we may we'll have, get like, one at the Super Bowl. We may have, yeah, but that's only going to be like a minute, and it's going to be a TV spot. Because we didn't even get a trailer. We only got, like, <laughs> what, it was like a minute? It was like, a, it was like what, 30 seconds? And because we didn't even get a trailer when and when there was an Infinity War TV spot, mm-hmm. there was just an Infinity War TV spot. So it was there wasn't really a trailer. So I don't think we'll get a trailer. I think we'll get, definitely get a TV spot, but I don't think we'll get a full on two minute trailer for the Super Bowl. If we do, that's fine. But I think they're going to release their second trailer maybe towards March, maybe April. Actually, mm-hmm. no, not April because it comes out in April. But I mean, the movie's coming out in four months. Mm-hmm. So I mean. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, how they, I mean, I don't think they're going to be doing like three trailers in the span of four months or two more additional trailers in the span of four months. This might be the movie that, I, I don't know the best way to say this, but this one might be the movie that needs a trailer or needs marketing the least of like all time. Like, I, I don't, yeah, this and, is and insane. They, and... they do, they, if they didn't market this movie at all, for the rest of its run up until April, they would still make over two hundred million dollars at the box office. Yeah, I that's mean, crazy. Everybody wants to know how they come back. <laughs> it's so like that's that's the logic behind this whole movement of please don't release any more trailers. But they won't be able to help themselves. They will um, because they'll, they'll see it as sure we can make two hundred million dollars without any marketing. But maybe if we market, we can make three hundred. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, that's that's their logic. So they're they're gonna release trailers. Uh, it is what it is. I I'm curious to see how many. I'm on the mindset of they'll release three because that's what all movies do. Um, and I don't think they'll break uh, tradition with uh, with with this movie. But it's possible. You could be right. I I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, there's definitely. I mean, there's only. I definitely think there's gonna be TV, like a gajillion TV spots. But I mean, that's 
besides the point. I mean, I think I think they'll do that. I think they'll release one more trailer, but that'll be the final trailer. Yeah. Because there wasn't th- there wasn't three trailers for Infinity War. There was only two. Hmm. I don't. The only thing that was as long was the TV spot chant mm-hmm. when they were in Wakanda and they were doing the whole thing. But yeah. there was only two trailers for Infinity War. Hey, I, I defer uh, to you think... in terms of MCU uh, history, so <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, do you have anything else from this trailer in particular that you want to talk about? Any moments or anything? Um, I'm, I'm interested to see who Nebula is touching oh, yeah. with, their, with their hand. I think she's touching Tony Stark because people are saying that like she kind of abandoned him, but I think they went together... But they're, you know, obviously dealing with grief, uh, uh, you know, because she just found out that, you know, she lost her sister and everything. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, she lost, you know, her, her acquaintance has kind of dis- dissipated before her very eyes. So I definitely think that her and Tony may get close, maybe, just mm. because of, you know, they're the only, they were the ones who saw it together. Yeah. They were the only ones left. So I think maybe they get close, maybe even become acquaintances, because I do think that she puts his hand on, on his shoulder, just like okay, like we'll we'll get there, like we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I'm honestly interested to see like how it'll all pan out with with Tony and 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 Captain America. I mean, will they just you know be will they hug it out <laughs> just because they lost everybody? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's very interesting to kind of see how that'll all play out. I mean, I'm definitely interested um, to see that. And, and, yeah. and you know, it'll be, a, 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 it's, it's going to be really cool. And I can't wait. All right. Um, yeah, looks cool. <laughs> That's my, re- whenever anybody asked me about the trailer, I was just like, looks cool. I don't know. Like, I, I, yeah. When I, when, you, when I get a Star Wars trailer, I'm going to go crazy and like overanalyze and stuff like that. Uh, but as you've said before, this is your Star Wars. So here you go. You got the forum to do that. Um, <laughs> let's move on to another trailer that kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit. Because um, the Captain Marvel trailer, I feel like the tra- Captain Marvel trailer came out like the same day something else big happened. And then it kind of got forgot about. Um can't remember exactly, but let's talk about the Captain Marvel trailer a little bit. Um, again, looks cool. <laughs> I don't have too much to say about it. I, I think uh, it's certainly not like an amazing trailer. I think it's getting a little bit too much hate thrown in this direction. And oh yeah, I mean, even I mean, you know, it's funny. I could watch Jeremy John's review the trailer and he hates it. I, I don't understand. Like what? Like, this goes back to my know. whole thing of um, oh, what's what is it there? I, I don't remember, but there's 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 something where uh, there was some sort of movie or TV show that everyone hated, and I just looked at it and go, I go, what is hateable about this? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's so un- inoffensive. Even if you think it's bland, like, that's fine. But it, what is there to hate? I don't I mean, I don't know. I mean, because the whole thing, I mean, I've been scrolling. I mean, I'll scroll. I love seeing comments on YouTube, so I'll go. Oh, I can't do that. YouTube. And because I'm so interested to see what people think, and I like to see how people react. It's a cesspool. React to things. And a lot of people were saying, okay, like Brie Larson sounds bland for the entirety of the trailer. And I was like, okay, let me see if I can see what they say. Because I've watched the trailer a couple of times. I'm like, okay, I can possibly give that to them. Mm-hmm. It's like it's only two minutes of a trailer. Exactly. So, like, I mean, it's like, I mean, I, I get it because she does sound bland in the trailers, but like, it's not, I, I don't hate it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This movie has a lot of competition. We, we already had our first female-led superhero movie, which mm-hmm. was Wonder Woman, which Cal Gadot, she blew it out of the water, along with, um, what's her name? The director's name. You know her name. Um, Patty Jenkins. Pat, I know it was Jenkins. I just don't know the first. <laughs> Patty Jenkins uh, blew it out of the water. So this movie has a lot of expectation just due to the fact that this is a specific rivalry against Wonder Woman, and everybody loved Wonder Woman. We we both here love Wonder Woman. So I mean, but think about how unfair that is, though. It's not unfair. It is unfair. I don't, think it's unfair. I don't think it's unfair. I don't think it's unfair because if you're gonna do because what if what if DC wanted to release their own version, like their own their own version of a of, a, of an African American okay, superhero? Okay, no, 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 okay, that's. that's all right, but th- this is my point, and this is why it's fundamentally unfair. I understand that that's how most people are going to view it, but I don't think it's right that most people view it like that. Because 
Are you saying like, uh, I don't know, what's another bland, or not bland, but what's another generic white superhero that's coming out? Uh, Shazam. Are you going to say Shazam is in direct, uh, it's in direct um, competition with like Captain America? No, they're just two white dudes who are the two white superheroes. It's like, who cares? Like, just because it's two female superheroes does not mean that they should be in competition with each other. If anything, we should have more female superheroes. So I don't think that it's right that these are, quote-unquote, viewed as in competition with each other. It's stupid. They're completely different characters. Well, yeah. Surely different characters. What I'm saying is, what, what, what I'm saying is they're... I understand that you, I I agree they're with you that some people of, are going both, to view it like they're, that. They're both going to, because listen, Wonder Woman is a leader, and so is Captain Marvel. So I guess what they're doing, I guess I guess the argument is people want to see Captain Marvel be a leader in her own right and show that emotion because that's what Gal Gadot did in the movie. Mm-hmm. She was a leader. She did that. The whole scene where she was walking, you know, it, between the trenches. That's that's an iconic scene right there. Or you know, that's that's going to be looked okay. at fifty years from now and be like, wow. So, you know, what is this movie have to bring to the table? What makes Captain Marvel stand out and why should we follow her? Because even in the trailers of Cap- of, 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 of Wonder Woman, there were there were great trailers. Like, we're just, okay, wow, like, I want to stand with Wonder Woman. What makes me want to stand with, what makes, when you see it, when you see the Captain Marvel trailer, what makes you want to stand behind Carol Danvers? Like, or, or like, what do you, what, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, Her raw like, power. Why do you that, and that, and I think that's what they're that's, leaning on. And they might be leaning on it too much. I agree with you. I think again, these, this goes back to my argument of these are completely at the their core different characters. The only thing that's similar between them is that they're women, and that's stupid that we're comparing them. But anyway, if you look at Wonder Woman. She is a character who is, at her core, a very uh, optimistic character, especially in the movie's version of her. She is very optimistic. You know, she has this whole thing about love and stuff like that throughout the movie and whatever. You can say it's cheesy, whatever. I, I, I can have the debate with you another time. Whoever uh, is arguing with me that I'm just imagining in my head. Um, but then you have Captain Marvel, who it looks like they're going for. She is, I mean, literally, her character was in the military. So she is a much more... Uh, militaristic type character very single-minded very focused and yeah, that could but be there wait I mean, let me finish i think that there's a way to strike a balance there they did it in something it's a little different but they did it in something like captain america where he is a military guy but he is very optimistic character and a very lighthearted character that you can get yourself attached to they have to find yeah, something I mean, that we can attach ourselves to with her yeah, and I mean, the trailers aren't doing a great job of showing that i guess fair enough that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, she was. I mean, Captain. I mean, Captain. I mean, Wonder Woman was raised by friggin' women, like warriors. Yeah. The entirety of her life. I mean, I mean, but she was still hopeful and optimistic. My, my whole thing is, I mean, but I every character doesn't need to be hopeful and optimistic. What I'm, I'm saying that because yeah. Batman isn't. What I'm yeah, exactly. saying is, okay, what in this trailer? If I'm trying to convince you to follow this character. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna put in a trailer to make you want to see this character in action, and make you care for this character in action? Because yeah. I mean, what I can at least give the people who who are on the far left side and just like going, oh, I really don't like this trailer, is they're not. She's not giving anybody a a particular reason besides her powers. Mm-hmm. Like she looks super cool. I'm no one's denying that. But I mean, what is making us as an audience? gravitate to her character besides trying to figure out where she comes from and why why she is the way she is why are we following that character and i think that's the problem that a lot of people have is that she's not giving Mm -hmm. the audience i mean that's fair i mean marvel marvel as a whole is not giving her a particular you know fair play here when it comes to giving us a reason as to why we should care about um, about Captain Marvel, like why should we care? I mean, mm-hmm. we already know that we care about Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. We we care, we care. We've been fighting for a movie for a while. I think we're finally gonna get it. We've been fighting for her to get her own solo movie. Mm-hmm. We know that she's not hopeful, but we know why she's in the fight, and yeah. we care about her. Well, she has so a I she has a personality to her, and I think that's the difference exactly, here. It's not exactly. that she's. We need we need to yeah. give Captain Marvel a personality, yes. something that gravitates people to her. That's and fair. I hope this is what the movie shows, because the trailers haven't been showing that, and I really can't fight for Marvel in that front there. 
Because mm-hmm. Brie Larson is an amazing actress. She's an yeah. Oscar and she's an Oscar winning actress. And I'll I'll defend her on any front there. But they're not really giving us any even particular emotion or clips, you know, from what she has done in the film. Mm-hmm. So that's where I stand on the whole thing. I'm just like, okay, I, I, I see where the left side is coming from. Yeah, yeah. With the hate. No, I, I agree. I, I, I think it's it's just I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think these trailers have that's the one area where it's like, okay, I get that these trailers aren't doing a great job. I still don't see anything hateable about this. That's what that's what baffles me. It's just like I don't understand the hate, the vitriol towards it, but it's just like sure, if it's not convincing you, I guess, but whatever. No, um, I don't understand. I mean, I don't think it's like a terrible trailer. It's still a nice looking trailer, but I mean Yeah. In ter- I mean, but it's it's a decent trailer. I don't yeah. think it's I don't think when I look at this, I'm almost like, oh my gosh, no, this is this is Aquaman. This is this is such trash. Ugh, that's not what I think about yeah. when I see that trailer. Okay, it looks. I mean, yeah, it looks decent. I mean, it, it definitely could use some work, but it looks decent mm-hmm. enough that I'll be interested in seeing it. But it still could. It's you know, yeah. Not everybody's me. What I mean, I mean, how are you gonna gravitate to to somebody else? I mean. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. have to you have to do that with trailers. You have to gravitate the audience, and if you're not doing that, then I think that you're failing promoting your movie. Yeah. All right, uh, listeners. As always, let us know what you think because I'm curious to hear uh, why you hated the trailer if you hated it, or why you loved it, or why you were just meh about it. All right, let's move on to the last trailer we're going to talk about. One that I was not at all expecting to talk about, but you uh, brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I need to watch it because I never watched it." Um, that is uh, Godzilla. What is it? King of Monsters, right? Uh, yeah. Trailer. Um, what What was it about this trailer that made you want to talk about it so much, Alvin? Dude, it's so freaking epic, man. Oh my goodness, it's so good. It's so good. And I'm going to bring up all the freaking monsters that are going to be in this freaking movie right now. Okay, go for it. Just give me one second. But I mean, <laughs> it looks super... <laughs> um, but it looks super good, though. It looks, I, I, it looks really great. I guess, like, I, I was... I mean, based on everything I heard about it, because you're not the first person I've heard, like, praise this trailer. So I was just like, okay. Um... I, I will say this, I like the first trailer better, but the second trailer is certainly good. Um, I, I'm looking forward to this movie. Uh, you like the first trailer better? Yes. Yes, I did. With the music and everything? Oh my gosh, that first trailer was awesome. Well, I like this trailer definitely a lot more. Than okay. I like the music. I, I will give you the music to the first one, though, because the first one's actually super dope. Yeah. But I loved this trailer, because for me, this, this trailer streamed Remember the first movie when we were just teasing the fight? It's not gonna happen in this movie because I mean we saw a lot more Godzilla mm-hmm. in, this, in this trailer, and, and and we were seeing a lot of matchups here. I mean, I mean the the list goes on. I mean, there's four huge monsters gonna be in here: King King uh, Ghidorah, uh, Mothra, and Rodan. Uh, is definitely gonna be here, and and I cannot wait to to to, to see all these. Um, monsters kind of match up with one another. I mean, I think ultimately what's going to happen is Mothra and, and Godzilla are going to team up with each other to take these two guys down. But it's going to be an epic showdown. And and for me, this is super duper duper awesome. Um, I mean, just seeing just seeing the pure action in this in this in this trailer just just for me was just so epic. I mean, we got four major monsters about to duke it out, and I I'm so excited. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> i mean okay it, i mean the the fights look like they're gonna be great like it does look like there's gonna be more of it i guess my skepticism in term in that realm comes from that first movie because they did do that the whole time it's like somehow they're gonna figure out a way to do that the whole time with this um but i don't think they will it's just uh you know an irrational fear um but yeah it, it looks good i'm I hope it is a much more consistent product than the first one. Uh, that is my hope for this movie. I don't need it to be amazing. I just want it to be like much more consistent because that first one, uh, it's it starts off really good, then um, something happens, a character perishes, um, and then it gets really boring, and then it gets awesome at the end. Just give me more really good and less boring, and I'll be happy. Yes. So. Um, I mean, it, it's, I'm definitely, definitely hyped for this movie. I mean, it does look a lot better yeah. than the first one. 
Um, and the first one's fine. I mean, it's good. Yeah, I mean, the first one's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I pre-ordered my tickets. I mean, and it was fine. I mean, I wasn't sitting there, like, bored, but, I mean, I definitely wanted more Godzilla. Yeah. And I think this trailer definitely is just like, okay, we're going to give you him and a lot more. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think this movie is when they're going to be like, okay, we can't really tease him anymore if we're doing a Godzilla Kong universe. So, it, you know, I yeah. can't wait for it. And, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to Vera Farmiga in it. Um, and Millie Bobby Brown, obviously. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see this movie. This is definitely probably my second most anticipated movie of 2019, unexpectedly, just because I saw the trailer. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I cannot, I cannot wait for this movie. Yeah. It, it, it's it's definitely going to be super, super, super good. Uh, well, I hope it's going to be good. Because <laughs> it's not. Um, that would be disappointing. Um, it's good. I would be disappointed, and, and I would have to talk trash about the movie, and it's not fun for anybody. Um, All right. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to a movie that we get to talk about, maybe talk trash. I don't know. Depending on, I don't you know, know how you're going to review that. What? I just got to say something. I just think it's really funny how Kyle Chandler was in Peter Jackson's Kong movie, and now he's a Godzilla. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, it's funny. <laughs> I like Kyle Chandler, so. Not yeah, a... he's, he's, a, he's a great actor. I, I love him. He's great. Yeah. But, Yes. All right. Well, let's move on to the one movie that came out wide last week was on Netflix, and that is Mowgli. And Mowgli is a movie that is directed by Andy Serkis. Uh, this is not his first directing job. He directed, what's it called? Breathe, maybe? Did he direct Breathe? I can't remember. Uh, he directed a movie last year, but this is his first major type movie. And this movie had some production issues, if you do not know. Uh, this obviously was supposed to release, I believe, the same year as uh, Jungle Book. That didn't happen. Um, and they ended up pushing it back, pushing it back, and uh, especially pushed it back once Jungle Book came out and did really well. And then, um, I believe it was Universal, maybe? I don't remember what company had it at first, but they sold it to Netflix. So it ended up on Netflix. And, yeah, so here we are with this movie randomly coming out on Netflix, directed by Andy Serkis, and starring a bunch of people with motion capture. Um, it's good? Weird? Dark? I, I don't know. How do you describe this movie, Ozzy? Uh, definitely weird. Definitely dark. Definitely weird. <laughs> so dark, right? Like, this uh, is like... Definitely dark. They, okay. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they took this in a completely different direction than I was expecting, and I think that's a good thing. I think on balance, I would describe that as a good thing, right? Because you have to distance yourself from the Disney side of things. Because if you're wondering how they can make this movie without running into any problems with Disney, this is based on a book that is in public domain. Disney made a version of that public domain, but it's still public domain. So anybody can make a movie based on that original property, they just can't use any specific details that Disney made themselves. So none of the music and stuff like that. Um, And what they decided to do was just go in the complete opposite direction of Disney and go super dark and depressing. And my goodness, um, this movie is dark and depressing. Um, I just was not expecting it, but it also, like, it, it certainly makes it... It certainly gives itself its own kind of unique stamp that I appreciated well enough um what about you um i definitely did too i mean it was definitely interesting to see like a completely darker different version of of, of the jungle book mm-hmm. um because i didn't know how they were going to handle it all and I, I really did like a lot of things i like a lot of ideas they had with the movie i thought some of it was actually executed pretty well mm-hmm. um overall but um but yeah i mean let's start off positives here i did like Bajira's relationship to Mowgli. I think that's one of the most different things about this movie than the Disney version is that Bajira's relationship is Bajira's relationship to Mowgli in this film. Their relationship is widely explored in this movie, and um, Bajira kind of looks after him like a little, like a you know, like a big brother would to a little brother. So mm-hmm. I, that's something I really liked in this movie. I thought Christian Brit. Christian Bale as Bajira was actually really good. I thought it was actually really great casting on, um, uh, you know, on, on, on their part there. And I actually really did like him as Bajira. Yeah. 
Um, I think a lot, most of the cast is really good here. Uh, yes, Christian Bale, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was good. Uh, he has that great menacing voice to add as, uh, <laughs> to be the villain. Uh, Kate Blanchett, um, Annie Serkis plays Baloo and, uh, unsurprisingly gives one of the better performances of the movie. Um, yeah, I, I think the, uh, the whole voice cast, which is stacked, by the way, uh, is, um, it was solid and that's certainly a high point. Um, yeah, so it, it, it was the vo the, it, the motion capture side of thing or performance capture side of things was interesting. I don't know. Like I, I'm trying, I don't want to say it's a negative because it was so like different, but it, it, it was certainly, I, I, I think it was cool, but distracting. Right. Because you Definitely. can, you can see like basically what they did was they, they wanted to show like the actors faces in the, like basically the animals. Right. So it's cool because you get a little bit more emotion there. But it doesn't quite fit as well as it does in the Planet of the Apes movies, like because the Planet of the Apes apes are supposed to look a little bit more humanoid. These are just animals, so it, it was weird. It it was it was weird, but I, it was interesting enough. I think um, the story is good. I think um, there's some weird. Or I don't want to keep saying weird, but there's some turns that I didn't quite like in it. But we'll get there. But for the most part, I think the story is really good. And also, the darkness, it, it, again, very dark. <laughs> I have to emphasize that this movie goes in directions where I'm just like, what? Okay, we're just going there. Um, and I, I think it works for this version. But also, you just, it's, it's a note. You have to be prepared. This is not your Disney version of the story. Um, so be aware of that. Um, yeah, do you have any other positives you want to get to before we move on to negatives? Um, I think I think that's it for me. Yeah. Honestly, it's just I think the voice cast is voice cast is really amazing. The um, I actually I actually do like the kid who played um, Mowgli. I'm gonna go ahead and he was find super him good. Uh, Rowan Chand. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rohan Chan. So sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Um, but he he actually did an amazing job mm -hmm. as you know a little bit of an older Mowgli. Um, so I really did like his portrayal as Mowgli. I, I, th I thought it was really good, uh, especially since he's playing like a darker version of Mowgli. I thought he handled that character going in that direction really well. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know if anybody would have been able to do it, but he pulled it off really well. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be giving uh, props to him. Awesome. All right. Well, let's move on to negatives. Um, th this movie, it focuses a little bit more than you would expect on the human side of things. Um, I, it's okay. There's some good elements to it, but it also is like, I don't know. It wasn't as interesting as the rest of the story for me. So that that's certainly a negative for me. What do you got? Um, hmm, what do I got for this movie? Um, there are some things that kind of happen and then they never get explained, like after. Okay. They just happen and then they never go back to it. Yeah. Like there was especially like a one major thing that happened towards the third act that was like, whoa, wow, I cannot believe that happened. And I'm just waiting for it in the back of my mind at the conclusion of the movie. And it's like, wow, they never does this. Yeah. So that's one thing I will say I don't like about the movies that they leave it's kind of loose ends when uh -huh. it should be wrapped up in a bow. Like for me, there's certainly some aspects here that have that. Um, well, I mean, that would be one of my biggest complaints with the movie. Um, what, what else do you got? Uh, this movie is very. <laughs> Uh, it's very blunt. It doesn't ease you into anything. It does like when, when it has something it wants to do and say, it just is like, boom, you're doing it. We're in it. We're saying it. Boom. And there's no, there's not a lot of nuance to this movie. I will say that. And then I think this movie gets a little bit too lost in the weeds with, um, with the villains. I, I think they have, there's, there's Shere Khan, obviously. And then there's the human who, he is kind of a villain, kind of, like, just a good guy. I don't know, it's weird. And, like, there's a little bit too much going on with their stories and how it's all interconnected and stuff like that. 
and uh, it's just it was a little bit too much towards the end. I think that the, the story overall gets a little bit sloppy as we uh, try to wrap it up. Um, but it, it's it's fine. It didn't completely ruin the movie for me. At the end of the day, I think this is an okay to solid version of this story, and I think it's worth checking out on Netflix. It's not it's Netflix. It's not a huge commitment. So I'll say that. Uh, do you have anything else, or do you want to just write this movie and move on? Just write the movie and move on, man. Um, I'm gonna give you give this movie a six. All right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on the same page as you. I'm giving it like a six point one. It's it's a, it's fine. It's a solid movie. You had the one up me. Yeah, you I know. Had the one up me. It, it just check check <laughs> it out if you if you have time on Netflix. If not, uh, there's certainly other things to watch, but. I don't think you'd be wasting your time to check this out. But again, be prepared because this is not your uh, Disney version of the story um, <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on. And we're going to talk about something that is also kind of uh, weird and oddly serious. Uh, it shouldn't be. But, you know, we're going to talk about the Kevin Hart situation because this is an interesting story that happened uh, last week. And I think it deserves some airtime here. Um, okay. Let, let's let's explain the situation for those who don't who don't know, because I'm sure not everyone tracks quote unquote entertainment news as well or as much as uh, we do. Basically, what's been going on is the Oscars have yet had yet up until last week to announce a host, and that's a little odd, but you know, fair enough. Uh, it's not uh, the best job in the world. Uh, the person often gets criticized, um, so fair enough. Then they, last week, they announced that Kevin Hart is going to be the host. And we're like, okay, that's cool. I actually think he might be a good host. And then, uh, like, two or three days later, um, Kevin Hart announces that he's stepping down from the Oscars. <laughs> um, what? Well, you want to know why? And it is because uh, there were multiple articles and people going after Kevin Hart for tweets from, what was it, 2009? 2009 to 2011. 2009 to 2011, where he used, uh, he, I mean, okay, there's ways we can put this. He used uh, homophobic uh, humor. He used uh, homophobic language, uh, which, no. Um, he he made homophobic uh, jokes in his stand-up uh, special. Um, he made, guys, he made gay jokes. That, that's it. Okay, he made gay jokes. And um, people were going after him, and apparently, and there's a little bit more to the story uh, as we've, they've slowly revealed a little bit more to the story as we've gone along, but apparently the Oscar said, look, you can still host if you apologize. He said, I have already apologized, and he pointed to some interview he did in a magazine a while ago, and he said, I'm not going to apologize again. And then they said, okay, well then, step down or we'll fire you, and he stepped down. Um, Yeah. So that's what's going on. Ozzy, should I be annoyed or or am I being being dumb for being annoyed at this story? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little bit of a tangent here. Um, <laughs> okay, so listen, I definitely was not supportive of the decision to have Kevin Hart host the Oscars because he's not funny to me. He's just not. Yeah, I know. You're not um, a huge Kevin Hart guy. He's, I'm not a huge Kevin Hart guy. I will be the first one to admit it. I used to be, but I'm not anymore. So, no. I was definitely, when I remember when you relayed the news to me, I was like, ugh, why? <laughs> but whatever. It's fine, I guess. Um, that being said, that's not at all how I wanted him. Like, if he was going to get fired or if they were going to, like, you know, change their minds or something, that would have been fine. And they're going to change their minds about but, you know, just because they found someone else who was more suitable for the position. But they didn't. They're just referring to tweets that were back when, 2011, 20, like 2009, almost 10 years ago? What? What is this coming to at this point in time? Are we not allowed to move forward and change? I'm pretty sure everybody has said something that they have regretted before. Like, it's ridiculous to me. As a society, how we... That's why I don't go on social media anymore. That's literally why. I cannot go on Twitter and post something because if I post something, I'm going to have everybody looking at me, asking me, okay, why did I say this? Da, 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 da. And it's a huge thing. 
Like, you cannot do that anymore. And it's so annoying because it's, even if somebody says something messed up, even if somebody does say something that was, like, what, 10, 15 years ago, are we not allowed to change as people? Are we not allowed to grow as human beings? Like, what is, what is the issue with that? Like, I don't understand why not. And it's just something ridiculous. And I'm on, actually, Kevin Hart's side with this. And, and I'm sorry for those who 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 upset with me, but I'm he's apologized before. Like, why are you asking for an apology again? Like, that's what I don't understand. And it's the, the me, argument, it's yeah. It's to me, it's something like, okay, we need to be able to grow as a society. Sure, what he said was messed up a hundred percent. Like, no one's disagreeing with that. But if he's already apologized for it, like a while ago, why are you bringing it up now? And and why does he need to apologize for to uh, for uh, like what does he need to apologize again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like opening up cut wounds. It's like opening up. It's like literally opening up wounds already. Like again, and it's just like why? What's the purpose of it? <laughs> the and yeah. For me, it doesn't make any sense. You know, if 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 we're moving and if we're moving forward, if if he's already apologized and he's moved forward and he hasn't done anything since then, why do we need to take? All those steps back, all the way, almost ten years ago now, for what? There's, there's no. I don't understand the purpose of that. Yeah. And it's, it's, and this is the same thing with the whole James Gunn situation too. And, and it's, it's, it's just ridiculous to me now that we as people in this particular society, if we say something messed up or if we do something messed up, we can't atone for it anymore. It's like, okay, you did it. You're a terrible person. And you cannot change ever again. Like, and it's and it's that point in society where we've gone to, and it's just like, why are we not allowed to change as human beings anymore? Yeah. Like, are you serious? And it's it's that thing that gets me upset. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. has turned his life a hundred percent around, mm-hmm. and now he's Iron Man. He's one of the most iconic characters to date. Right. He's playing one of the most iconic characters. He's created one of one of the most iconic movie characters to date. And when I say created, he he changed brought the whole, life. like he brought to life that character. Yeah, and now he's gonna remain one of one of Hollywood's most iconic characters because of because of him because of how he acted, mm-hmm. portrayed him, and it's just like, but but his life before wasn't great. I mean, we all know that. So, I mean, are we not for someone like that? Are we not allowed? Do we have to like turn the eye, like like turn the turn the other way now? Because what I mean. Now, because what he's playing like a major character now. I mean, for me, it doesn't make any sense mm. anymore as to why people get offended at things that happened years ago and can't let it go, even if, the, like, especially when the person apologized for it years ago. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, uh, I, I'm especially after the. I think I'm so annoyed because of the whole James Gunn thing on top of it. But digging up old tweets is so. I'm so tired of it. It's so annoying. But it's not even just that, like, and, okay, the whole counter-argument to what you're just talking about is, well, in his article where he quote-unquote apologized, he didn't really apologize, he just said that he wouldn't make those jokes now, uh, and mostly because everyone gets too offended, which, I mean, he's not lying, is he he telling the truth? (laughs) Yeah, kind of, I mean... It's just like this is. It's just so annoying. Like, and this feels like. I I could be mistaken, but he didn't use any offensive language, did he? I I could be wrong. I would have to look back. Um, but as far as I remember directly, it was literally just jokes. Like, come on, like. Okay, there's bad jokes. Maybe you don't think it's funny. Maybe you think it's kind of like, but this isn't like, you know, he wasn't like, even the, okay, even if you want to say the James Gunn thing was like, that was just straight up weird. And you know what? Fair enough. You were disturbed by that. Okay. I, I kind of get that. But this is like, really? Like, this is a step down from even that. And th- this was like part of his bit at the at his uh, on his stand up special on his first stand up special, you know, like this was just a joke that he did, and you might not have thought it's funny, but like come on, this is just so annoying. I I don't know. It just felt like so, and maybe this isn't. Maybe it's insensitive of me to felt to say this felt like it was so minor, but it really felt so minor to me. Like really, like this is what we're this is what he has to step down for. 
cool, I guess. Sure, you, you won. Congratulations. Like, you win. Uh, you know... Uh, but at the same time, the, I he- have heard the argument that Kevin Hart was just being stubborn. Um, because, you know, yeah. you know, like he, he, all he had to do was apologize and then it, it, he would have been able to keep hosting, which is what he said in his original announcement that he was going to be hosting. He said it was a cu- huge career goal for him. You know, if it was so important to you, why don't you just apologize? And that's, I guess, fair. But it was a pride thing, I think. And, you know, ma- that is his fault too. So there's no, like... I don't think there's a right or wrong side here. It's just like all a messed up situation that should have never happened. And once again, goes back to delete everything. Just delete it. You know, there's never, you never know when somebody's going to go digging through your tweet history and try to find something that is de- that can be construed as confen- as offensive. Just delete yeah, everything. Yeah, like you, like, you, like you put me on blast on the podcast <laughs> months ago and, you got, and then you... Not only did you put me on blast, you didn't read the whole tweet. No, yeah, so I was wrong. But that, no, I was wrong. And, like, that's, that that happens. And that can, like, even something like that, where you weren't even t- directly talking about that, it can be taken out of context, you know? Like, th- these kind of, th- just delete everything. It's so, it's ridiculous. And let's move on from the Kevin Hart side of things and just talk about the Oscars at this point. Who, they have yet to announce a new host. And... With this, I don't think they're going to have an easy job finding a new host, even on top of it. Um, it's apparently the uh, hosting the Oscars is viewed as a not fun job um, because, again, you get criticized endlessly for it. Everyone has a complaint about your job hosting. And you're not really gaining anything by hosting. Sure, they're paying you, but it's not advancing your career very much. Um, you know, you're already a superstar, so what? what's the point? Um, and now... I don't know what they'll do. There's been rumors that maybe the Oscars will have no hosts this year. How does that work? That could be interesting. We're going to get the chairman or whatever, like the president of the Academy hosting. That would be a disaster. I don't want to be bored to tears watching this show. That's already way too long. Um, Are we going to get Jimmy Kimmel again? Like, that's not the worst thing in the world, but they, you know, that people could view that as being boring now. I, I, I don't know. Um, it's a bit of a mess here. Um, I, I don't know. What, do, do you have a host that you would prefer for the Oscars? Like, is there anybody that comes to mind for you? Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth? Dwayne, Dwayne Rock Johnson. Huh, Hemsworth is interesting. I, I, wouldn't, I would never have picked him. I think he could do an okay job. I mean, he's charismatic. Yeah. Know? All you need is somebody charismatic. The Rock is definitely um, one I have thought of. I, I think... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, those are people... I mean, if you talk... I mean, you're talking about people just trying to have a good time, just trying to host the Oscars, and just, that's it. And you mm-hmm. have like, a bunch of other people, like, sub-hosting for you. Like, it's not... Mm-hmm. For me, it's not the hardest job in the whole entire world. You're literally sitting there like, hey, <laughs> crack a couple jokes. They either miss their land, whatever. You move on with the night. It's not a big deal, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. for me, those are the two most, those are some of the most charismatic guys in, in the industry. You know what I mean? So um, why the, not put the Rock, those guys in there? The Rock, I think, would have, this is an interesting question. I think The Rock and Hart could have done it together, first of all. And if that would have been the case, if they would have announced that The Rock and Kevin Hart were hosting together, would this have happened? No idea. I, I don't know. I don't I don't think this would have happened, or at least it wouldn't like I don't think would, they would have fired one of them, you know? Um so, I mean maybe, but it's like it's I'm, I'm kinda like left with the question like I'm kinda left with the question like why boycott him for the Oscars when you could have boycotted him for every other movie he's not part of true. That's why is this coming up because now? It's like, yeah. It's just like it's like oh my gosh, it's just not because like you have to destroy like, okay, like you've a bunch of other movies, like why didn't you think about something and then yeah. why? It just doesn't make any sense to me because yeah. I'm pretty sure that you've seen all of those movies, and now he's also in the Oscars. Now you blow up like, oh, yeah. like this is dumb. All right, so, I'm gonna tell you the I mean, two that I thought of for uh, the Oscars, and uh, other than The Rock, um, there's one that I think he would be great, and then there's another where it's I think he would be amazing, but it's a long shot and will probably never happen. First of all, um, um. Uh, Hugh Jackman. I think Hugh Jackman would be okay. really good at hosting the Oscars. Um, he's entertaining. He can be funny. 
Uh, he's very charismatic, and he's just a great overall talent. And, you know, uh, there's been a history of Oscar hosts uh, doing silly, like, music bits, and that could be a thing as well. I, 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 okay. I just think he would overall do a, a great job. And then the other one, this is a complete long shot, but I literally think he would be perfect. And that is uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would do great. He would be amazing as the host. But it will never happen. I think it would be great. I honestly think it would be great. I was actually watching an interview with him and Ellen, and it was was great. Yeah, yeah. The best interviews I've ever seen. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds would be amazing. Um, I don't even have Ellen do it. I mean... Ellen has done it before, and I thought... Again, everyone criticizes Oscar host, so a lot of people don't like her, didn't like her as the host. I actually liked her year. I thought she was she did a pretty good job, but uh, I think she would do fine doing it again. I mean, I mean, those are I mean, those people are I mean, those are some of the most charismatic people. Yeah. First of all, I don't I don't understand why people crap. I mean, people crap on the Oscars as it is. So why would you crap on the host who's hosting the Oscars? Exactly, the host is doing their best with the format that needs updating. For being honest, so exactly like why are you crapping on the host? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, sure, like I get it. If you don't like, like if you're not a fan, like I was not a fan of it. Of course, fine, I understand that 100. percent But like, why are you like saying, oh my gosh, it's gonna like be unbearable? Like, no, like I mean, these are celebrities. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna host. <laughs> so it's just like, I mean, I mean, be realistic. I mean, kind of try to choose somebody that, that you like. I mean, if you don't like, fine. You know, see if the person that you like will be next to yourselves. But don't try to, you know, just you know, ruin everybody else's fun. And these are our award. You know, these are four awards that you probably even haven't watched half the movies for. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like, why are you dishing on posts who are just trying to make it fun for you? Mm-hmm. So that's what I understand. Because Ellen, to me, she's one of the best daytime hosts right now. She really is. You yeah. Know? And she's thinking about ending her contract up in 2020. But, I mean, she's one of the best talk time hosts ever. So is Jimmy Kimmel. And then they, they talked a lot of trash about him last year. Yeah. Um, and then they also talked a lot of trash about Ellen. So, I mean, for me, I just I don't really know how to win with people. It's kind of just like... We give you what you want, and you still whine about it. So he's kind of like dealing with children to a degree, but what are we going to do? Oh, do? I, I didn't even realize Hugh Jackman has hosted before in 2009. Did not yeah. realize that. Um, bring him back, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would be great. Um, anyway. All right. Well, let's uh, close things out. Let, you want to do a recommendation and then close this out? Sure. I'm going to go ahead and recommend... And my wall of walls here, I am going to recommend I Love Dogs. All right. I Love Dogs. One of my favorite animated, I think it's, it is my favorite animated movie of the year. Um, I would think so, out. yeah. Well, we yeah. still haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse yet, but, you know, it's possible. Um, it's gonna, it has a tough spot to be. And I love Spider-Man, so I mean, hey. Yeah. I mean, it has, it has it going for it, but I don't know. All right. All right, um, I'm going to recommend something that is on Hulu that I think went underseen and underappreciated last year, and that is Stronger, starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, my boy. Um, This movie is really, really good, was a great performance from Gyllenhaal, probably should have been nominated, but as usual, he got snubbed, so fair enough. I just I, I think it went underappreciated and went underseen, and if you get a chance, you should see it. Um, it's a very inspiring and heartwarming type movie, um, and it's really good. So check it out. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, Carlos, where can people find you? All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel, the website, all of it. And, um, yeah. Uh, again, we'll figure out uh, the rotation as we move forward. Uh, hopefully, episodes will be coming out a little bit more consistently soon. Um, I don't know we'll have, how the next couple weeks are going to work because of the whole Christmas situation, but we'll figure it out as we go along. Uh, so bear with us. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, guys. Uh, you know, happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy New Year and Merry Christmas. If we don't hear from you again, or if this is our last episode, which it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. <laughs> but 
You never know with us this year. So, in case it is, boom, you heard it from me. You didn't hear from Carlos. Yeah. Carlos is just that kind of guy, you know? He's yeah. that kind of guy so terrible. that you tweeted out. <laughs> All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free. Wait, I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even plug myself. What the heck is wrong with me? All right. Um, if you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy, and then if you guys any, if you guys have any recommendations, you guys can free feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Check out the YouTube channel and we're doing some cool stuff over there. Maybe. Guys, this is Screen Fellas. Mm-hmm.